Hello everybody and welcome to Two Geeks and One Noob, where we gather friends of similar interests and maybe not so similar, and discuss, joke, learn more about, and generally have fun with geek culture. Uh, this week we are talking about Uncharted, Woo-hoo. the game and slash the new movie that's coming out. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Yeah. Sony, pay attention. <laughs> um, yeah, there will probably be not any spoilers in this one because we haven't seen the movie yet. So not even out yet. Not even out yet. Yeah, it's, it's not even out. It's coming out when we're recording. It's coming out this Friday. Well, Thursday technically. Yeah. But and also, can I just point out we we've already done episodes on Tom Holland as Spider Man, but can we now just acknowledge that him being Nathan Drake is basically non-superpowered Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I could definitely go with that. <laughs> it's yeah. just Peter Parker that can't use his powers, but it's like, oh crap, I've got to make this work. <laughs> it's Peter Parker in Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, where he loses his powers every single time. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> not wrong. Pretty much. <laughs> loses his mask every time. He loses his mask more often than Ahsoka loses her lightsabers. That happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And geekiness started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So speaking of real quick, Spider-Man, sorry to change <laughs> change uh, uh, gears here for one second. I read this thing earlier uh, today that was talking about how Spider-Man can uh, stick any part of his body. And that's how in the comic books, his mask cannot be taken off. Hmm. Interesting. Fun factoid. Yeah. Did and so now all I can think of is one of our one of our uh, co-players in a certain campaign we're playing, going through right now. <laughs> Which one is Friendly. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. The <laughs> D&D for anybody who's, uh, who's not familiar with it. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Uncharted, everybody. What, what are we talking about? Well, I think the only of us who isn't really... Played through who hasn't really played through many more than just the first game is Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. So I myself have played uh, number four multiple times. Yep. And I've played part of one, and I have not actually played two and three, but uh, I love number four. So that's like oh, that is enough phenomenal. for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Caleb, whenever you get a chance, you can just play. Uh, Uncharted 4, and you can just stop there and be happy. Well, I've got access to all of the games through the PlayStation Now slash PlayStation Plus service. So, like, I can play any of them on that, and that's how I did play the first one recently. Very nice. Um, so, like, I, I have access to them. It's just the game backlog only gets longer. It never gets shorter. So. Absolutely. <laughs> that definitely makes a lot Sad of sense. Sad but true. Especially with... Uh, not only is the Uncharted movie coming out this weekend, but Horizon Forbidden West is coming out this weekend, and that will be taking up a significant amount of my time. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> uh, so what you have played of Uncharted 1, uh, what did you think so far? I did enjoy the storyline. I think some of the mechanics were a bit dated. Um, yes. It was definitely one of those games that, at least for the first one, that the mechanics don't hold up over time well. I felt like the hitboxes were really off on a lot of the enemies. It's yep. like when I have the reticle right on a target and I'm seeing the bullet hitting everything but where the reticle is, it's like, okay. Yeah, and part of that could be the fact that 
there, there are two two things about the first Uncharted. They had, uh, aside from the fact that they were planning a longer franchise, to my knowledge, um, just because the way they start out, you're kind of dumped in the middle of the story. Yeah. But um, two things to keep in mind when you're talking about the first one specifically. It was released as a launch title for the PS3. Mm-hmm. So back when you had the massive Labrador of a console. The Darth Vader <laughs> console. Yes. <laughs> Um, but also it was seen as somewhat of a tech demo of what the new core processor could, or whatever the heck they were calling it for the PS3. I can't remember anymore. Yeah. But they were kind of showing off like, Hey, this is what we can do with all that extra R and D money we spent. Yeah. It's basically like a new, uh, game engine, right? At that point. Uh, well, underlying architecture, but that as well. Yes. So here's the funny thing about it. So when these games were first coming out and getting their popularity, I worked at Best Buy. And so I saw people playing them on the demos all the time. And so I had some level of familiarity with it. And I played the demo a time or two. And so I kind of was familiar with how it played. And then the girl I was dating at the time, I watched her play through the first one and the second one. Um, And so like, I've got various levels of things. And like, if I play through the first or the second one, I'll be like, Oh, I remember that part, but like outside of what I saw in those demos, I don't have a ton of knowledge on it. So gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. The, the old one was definitely, the first one was definitely, uh, difficult because I played four first. Um, Oh, you spoiled yourself. I definitely (laughs) spoiled myself a lot because the, the fourth one was, it was so well done. It had such a great open world, great mechanics. I mean, the climbing uh, aspect of it was so much better. Yep. Yeah, the the climbing aspect Aiming. of Uncharted 1 felt very much like the free-running aspect of Assassin's Creed 1, where it's like, I said jump up. Why did you jump off the building and die? That right. is not what I told you to do. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah, like if you're yeah. aiming a certain way and you jump and it, it ends up jumping like mm-hmm. backwards. And it's like, no, I, yeah. that's not what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, there yeah. was a few levels that got me genuinely frustrated in the first one, like the um, one where I was on the jet ski and I had to shoot the explosive barrels as they were coming down the rapids at me. And it's like, okay, I'm moving because of the rapids. Those things are moving because of the rapids. I've got to like balance it and shoot them while I'm getting shot at. And like that one took me f- more tries than it should have. I got genuinely angry with that part. Yeah. Yeah. And then the part in the like the ruins when the creepers start coming up through the holes. Oh, yeah. Because I definitely did not have enough ammo going into that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one thing that I will say is fairly consistent across all of them, especially if you're playing on uh, on the harder difficulties, is that there's, there seems to almost always be some sort of combatant arena that is timed specifically when... You've, you're expected to have you expended most of your ammo. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was playing on a lower difficulty because I was doing somewhat of a speed run trying to prepare for this episode. <laughs> and so I was really wanting to just play the game, experience the story. You were the noob. You weren't supposed to play through all of them. <laughs> I've only played the one. And oh, be, partly because of the speed run, there's a lot that I missed. So I am still okay. a noob. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's definitely playable that way, except for when you have to pick up more ammo along the way it's like yeah yeah, you can't just you can't just speed through that one thing i will say that i liked about the first one was the way that it wasn't this like two hour long cutscene tutorial combo it was just like a very short cutscene, and then bam you're in the action you're getting shot at you have to survive yeah and i liked that because it was like okay cool i feel like i'm invested immediately whereas a game like kingdom hearts which i absolutely love and adore 
there's like two hours of me just going through tutorial and like doing a little bit of grinding to be a, a decent level for the once the story starts. And yeah. so it's like as much as I love for it for the Kingdom Hearts games to get basically summarized of have you played Dirge have you played Dirge of Cerberus? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that is definitely one of the things I love about the Uncharted game is like there's enough storyline to be like very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And but not enough to be like, ugh, I'm so bored right now because of this long cutscene and oh finally i get to play yeah (laughs) yeah and that's especially like on a replay factor like it makes it more appealing to do that because like yeah it's like re-watching your uh, a movie Uh, so i mean it's one of those things where a lot of games are more like uh, sixth sense where you rewatch it that second time you're like "Eh, i know what happened boo I'm sorry, it's been 24 years. Can we spoil that one? <laughs> like, uh, I think we're yeah, I know he's dead. the statute of limitations for that. <laughs> but it's like it's kind of like how I feel. Like Again, I love Kingdom Hearts, but I'm replaying the second one right now, and I'm finding myself skipping all of the cutscenes because I'm like, I just want to play. <laughs> and I'm sure with how many times you've played that already, that you already know the storyline. So. I was doing the math Can the other day. Can you know the storyline of Kingdom Hearts? I don't think the writers know the story of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but I was doing the math the other day, and I think between the three Kingdom Hearts games, I legitimately have more hours in those games than all of the Pokemon games combined. There's oh my only gosh. Three. There's, uh, only, there's, there's only three, three main, main line. line. And then there's a bunch oh, okay. of spinoffs. And I have I admittedly haven't played the spinoffs because most of the stories up until three, they weren't relevant. They were just kind of there. Gotcha. Or, I think uh, I'm thinking of Final Fantasy, <laughs> where there's like 20 of them. <laughs> Yeah. No, no. Not wrong. Not no. far off. Oh, like seven. I thought there was 17. No, because you're forgetting of 10-2 and 13-2 and 13-3. The sequel ones don't count. <laughs> so he's not far off. Overall number, he's not far off. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but back to Uncharted. <laughs> right, yes. The whole reason we're here today. Sorry. That one's my fault. I apologize. <laughs> It's all good. You're the noob, so you don't you, you don't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> so uh, I will actually point out that yes. uh, the first Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, is not the first game. It is, is it? the first game to have been released, but it is not the first game in the storyline. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, Golden Abyss, the PS Vita version, mm, also okay. a release tech demo, okay. or at least was initially planned to be a release tech demo. Uh, they missed that window a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, Vita, we love you. Uh, <laughs> too bad Sony didn't. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. Oh, anyway. All joking aside, uh, that was supposed to be one of the first games, chronologically. Okay. And then there was a uh, motion comic that came out as a, I want to say it was as a trailer for the second game which was actually a prequel to the first game. So there's some debate on the order of those two, but so, I believe it's Golden Abyss, then the the, uh, the motion comic. But that's not a game. The motion comic's not a game. I would be inclined to agree because there's no interactive parts. Others would say, but it's a motion comic, so it's not really a movie. Well, no, it's or not cut a movie. scenes. Yeah. So I'm like, no, it's it's cut scenes without quick time events. So it's it. I, I'm inclined to agree with you. Yes, I, I, I would say unless it plays like the Telltale series, then it's not a video game. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, and then you also have all the um, 
all the callbacks throughout the second, third, and fourth fourth one explaining how Nate gets dragged into this life. And well, dragged is definitely the wrong word. But yeah, he jumped in. He jumped in at yeah. <laughs> he he jumped in both feet ready to ready to dive. Um head over. Yeah. <laughs> Leroy <laughs> <laughs> Not far off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Geronimo Yep, but uh, but to go back and see that relation, that dynamic between him and Sully and how that all started. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to go back and watch those because yep. that would be an interesting... Which I think we're going to get to see that in the movie mm, as well because yeah. it definitely seems like it's setting up to at least do a variation of that. True. I think what they're trying to do is they're... Okay, y- y- y'all heard book lovers, guilty, uh, complain about how the book is always better than the movie. Mm-hmm. Where oh well they or one of the most common criticisms you'll you'll you're yeah good grief if I could word slow down think <laughs> you know it's always a good thing <laughs> and oddly I haven't had any coffee today <laughs> um, no but um, one of the most common criticisms you'll hear from from book lovers whenever a movie comes out based a uh, film adaptation of a novel comes out is oh they just borrowed the the places and names but the rest of it's just completely to the wind right. Um, I kind of suspect that's what they're doing on Sony's end, but with what we've seen of ga- video game adaptations, I think that's probably the right approach. Yeah, because um, there's so few video game adaptations into movies that have just been successful. Good. <laughs> I think the closest one that was good, uh, and I'm, we're probably going to get a lot of flack for this, is the last Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, which was the, a fairly faithful adaptation of the game, and the game was inspired to be, it was designed to be very cinematic. Yeah. I would say that the Sonic movie was good. It wasn't following the games, yeah, but it was a good movie. So that that is one that I would say was part of that list as well. I was okay. literally just going to say the same thing, where it was just like, <laughs> it is technically a video game adaptation, but it was its own story. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I, Tomb Raider, I think. Also was somewhat its own story, but it did borrow from the newer, uh, Tomb Raider the newer trilogy, game. Yeah. yeah, heavily. Yeah, so at least that much, and um, I've had a lot more faith in adaptations these days. Um, personally, I know a lot of people haven't. Like, I I get made fun of for <laughs> for uh, thinking He's that certain movies. <laughs> <laughs> Not just you. There there have been several other people where like. Okay, I, I will I will uh, self-deprecate here and say <laughs> I loved the Percy Jackson movies, but there are so many people that are like, no, that was crap because it didn't follow the books at all. I love those movies. I am beginning to appreciate your your mentality towards adaptations of if this is the first exposure someone has to that series or that that uh, franchise. It's decent. Yeah. I'm beginning to love that mentality. Yeah. And that was my same thing with the Percy Jackson. I had the same thought. I didn't read the books. I watched the movies. I was like, these are entertaining. I enjoyed this. So, yeah. And then I'm looking forward to this Uncharted because it's like, yeah, it may not follow the games per se. Yeah. But it's going to have its own story, but it it will probably have some semblances of the video game in it. Right. And I'm, I'm excited for that, especially, mm-hmm. okay, especially in some of the previews where they've shown, like, some of the climbing aspects that he does and the falling off the plane and, like, <laughs> running across the, the cargo boxes and stuff like that. It's like, 
that feels like it would be in the game. It was in the game. It was in the game. I yeah. did not know that. That was in three, I believe. Okay. I, least, okay, the plane. Yeah. I did play three. It was two <laughs> I did not play. Now I'm remembering. Quick, yeah, two starts, two Quick starts pointer, another good video game movie was Free Guy. Well, not directly <laughs> tied to any specific video game. Still fantastic. But I digress. <laughs> yeah. That it was, was, it was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. I loved that movie it so was much. Great. <laughs> yeah. If that, it was a video game, I would play it. <laughs> yeah. That and also uh, Ready Player One. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think like part of why I'm looking forward to the Uncharted movie as much is is because I don't have that exposure to the t- the games to the same extent that you guys have. Like while I did see various gameplay and watch people playing it when they were first coming out, I didn't have that same love and yeah. passion for that series that you guys might have. So it'd be kind of like the reverse of if like they were making a live action Pokemon movie. Not Detective Pikachu, just pure <laughs> Pokemon. Say, yeah. um, <laughs> and you guys are sitting there like, oh, this looks awesome. I'm sitting there like, oh, no. <laughs> All right, real quick. What did you think of Pokemon, the, the Detective Pikachu? I actually haven't seen it. <laughs> really? Okay. We did, and it was actually not that bad. Yeah. It's, I thought it's, it was pretty cute. It's good. But, <laughs> but yeah. again, I haven't had much uh, exposure to Pokemon. So, Admittedly, yeah. like it's kind of funny. I say I'm excited for the Uncharted movie, but at the same time, I also have like this deep rooted hate for live action adaptations of things animated. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's Damn the thing. You, about, <laughs> that's the thing about video game, though, is that like it's not as it's not as um, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like it's not as crucial to me to or for them to get it right to what the original thing is. Like, for, like, cartoons and anime and stuff, I understand that um, that well, depiction I, is like, ah, oh, no, they didn't get it right. But for, like, video games, I feel like there's a lot more freedom. I feel like it still depends on that level of passion that you have for the franchise. True. Like Very I said, true. like, for me, if they were doing a live-action main series Pokemon movie, I would be very hesitant and to, like, I would go into it with a pretty low expectation. Mm. Uh, and that's the same thing with a lot of other video game franchises that I love. And I, th- I feel like that would be the same for you guys, where it's like, at least, uh, and also I will say that, like, Tom Holland is great. And so, of course, we're looking forward to seeing him in, in, the, in this movie. And the trailers that they've done so far also really paint that it seems like they're genuinely trying to do this justice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And the fact that Naughty Dog, the developers, have been so involved in this film, mm-hmm. like from its inception, that's another thing to bring up. Though is that this film has been uh, this this movie has been in development since around the time that uh, Uncharted Four, or maybe even um, oh, what was the spinoff with uh, Chloe? And oh yeah. Uh... Oh shoot, I don't remember what the name of it. Was, it was a but... fun one. I just yeah. can't remember the name to save my life. I, um, I rented the demo for that one. And, yeah. Or not the demo, but the, <laughs> I rented the, the game, I guess the game for it. Yeah. Because it was its own disc, right? Lost City, I think? Yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah that one was fun. This film has been in development, I think, since that one came out. Yeah. Because um, that was between three and four, right? Yes. Or did it come out? Because it's on three's engine, but it's using four story points to to build off of. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I think so. 
Canonically, it, it takes place after four. Has it been in okay. development, or has it been pla- getting planned since then? It, that's think, a very fair question. It has been in development hell since then. <laughs> <laughs> there, that, there you go. Because yeah. like, I know that the development process for this particular one isn't doesn't go all the way back to when four came out. But like, yeah, yeah. Because I remember at one point there was like speculation that Marky Mark was going to be playing. The yep. main character, and now they're like, okay, well, now you're old now. He, so. Well, even he was saying, I want to be part of this, but I'm too old to play yeah. this character. Who can I play? I'm like, well, since we're doing the story where it's where Nate meets Sully, you're going to be Sully now. Uh, which I think is actually really fitting, considering a lot of the story beats of that relationship between the two uh, the two main characters. Mm. Is It's more of this adoptive father. Yeah. Um, so the fact that the guy who, I, I think that's kind of a happy coincidence, really, for the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where like I'm excited for that storyline, but I'm not quite sure how I feel about Mark Wahlberg in that in that spot because visually I'm I'm kind of with you. It's he's not who I would have picked, but having seen some of the trailers and a few of the sneak peeks, it's like no, like yeah, that yeah. he's got the personality for it, yeah. or at least the screen personality. And from this from the few snippets they've shown. It seems like he and Holland have really good on-screen chemistry in that type of mentality where yeah. it's this like, okay, you're kind of re- my reluctant kid at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I can definitely see that. Character-wise, definitely. I think it's just the acting for me personally. Because um, yeah. Mark Wahlberg, he's been in some really good movies, but I'm, I haven't been a huge fan of his as an actor himself. That's fair. But like you said, I think the, the chemistry is pretty good overall. Yeah. So yeah. I am definitely excited about that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> and not only for the movie, but the fact that a bunch of us are going to see it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be fun. I, I'm really looking forward to that. So It's a bigger group now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. We Sidebar, got, my bad. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got two extra people coming that uh, I, was, I was really excited for. So... Uh, Blake and Heather? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you guys will meet Blake in another episode. Yep. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That'll be a fun talk. But, oh, um, gosh. But, yeah. So, we're, we're getting a group together to go see that this Friday again. <laughs> this is... This is I don't know when this is coming out yet, but uh, <laughs> at the time of recording, it will, it will be Friday that we're going to see it. So. Yep. So this, yeah, we're, I think all of us are pretty, pretty excited to see this for sure. Mm-hmm. For many of the reasons we've already stated. Yeah. Um, but I will also point out that this film going into it has huge expectations and I've got to give props to Sony to try to balance out the hype because especially after the fan film dropped in, what was that? 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. uh, where it was, it, most of the fans dream casting for Nathan Drake Nathan Fillion playing the role. That's right. That's what you had shown us before, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the actor that played Sully in that one was fantastic <laughs> as well. Yeah. And he, it, both both actors, their casting could not have been better in that. Who did they get for Sully? I forget. I can never remember the actor's name. Okay. And you, you one of y'all called out who, who it was in that Josh. one. I can't remember. Oh, it was Josh. You're right. Yeah. Okay. We gotta find a way to get him on here, <laughs> if he would. But anyway, I'm um, trying to remember who that actor was. Yeah, I'm looking up the actor right now. Um, oh yeah, oh, oh Stephen Lang. 
Yeah, there you go. Yes, I can definitely see mm-hmm. him. And see, like, appearance-wise, he fits the Sully character very well. Yeah. Whereas Mark Wahlberg doesn't, appearance-wise, fit the character. It does seem like you said he has that chemistry with Tom Holland, and it seems like they're kind of setting up, up well with those two characters. Yep. But appearance-wise, Stephen Lang definitely just fit the bill. Yeah, definitely. There are a few nitpicky things, and this is me going back into that picky, picky, that's not her watching canon type of mentality, and I do apologize for delving into it, but I think it's worth bringing up. Absolutely. Um, is the trailers seem to suggest, and as far as I'm aware, IMDb last I checked, um, all suggest that Chloe Frazier is going to be in this, where canonically in the original storyline, no one, she's not involved in this, in the story until well after Nate and Sully are established as, no, 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 we're doing this, and we are fighting for each other. Right. Um, again, I'm, I'm kind of looking up as we, as we talk. Um, <laughs> uh, remind me again, Chloe Frazier is the, the love interest in... No, no, that's Alana. Alana, that's right. She's Alana? She's the reporter in the first one. <laughs> I think I just butchered the name where I'm supposed to be the geek. <laughs> Wait, Il- Ilana or Iliana? It's not Iliana. I it was Elena? Elena. Oh, Elena. Elena. Fi- uh, yeah, hang on. I heard Nathan Drake shouting that name several times during mm-hmm. escort missions very recently compared <laughs> to you guys. So. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, Elena Fisher, I don't think it's going to be in this one. Um, but Chloe Fraser is uh so chloe is first seen in the mainline games the main four and i believe the second one um i believe she's first seen in the second game it's been a while since i played through them yeah um same here (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but and yeah it was the second one uh, where she was, it was love interest, yes, but more in the sense of a tryst. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a fleeting moment of like, yeah, um, it's kind of there to like set up that romantic tension more so than no, no, triangle. tryst is pretty accurate. Um, because I mean, at that point, they've established canonically that, yeah, Nate's. Nate's kind of intrigued by Elena, but and, and towards the beginning of two, they kind of imply that yeah, there was something going on there, but um, it is extremely, extremely heavy in the storyline that no, 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 Nate is still viewing himself as this wild, crazy, free bachelor. Oh yeah, um, and he is up until the he is until one. the end of the second one. Yeah, um, uh, no, not even because the. It wasn't until the fourth one that they started, um, that they started showing that uh, they're married in the third one. They're they're married in the third. They're married in the third one. Okay, for some reason I thought it was. They're married and separated. Not because Nate's being unfaithful or anything, but because he's still doing the adventuring thing, and she's saying, "No, no, no, we are a team. You do something stupid and break your neck." out in the middle of nowhere, I'm stuck on my own. You're not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a 
incredibly powerful scene right at the end of, t- of, th- of the third one where Sully walks over to Nate and is kind of having this come to Jesus with him and just says, okay, you know I've been... I've been so on my wild oaks and I've not been the best father figure to you. Mm-hmm. So let me just tell you, you need to straighten up and it hands him back his wedding ring. Oh, wow. Which he gets earlier on in another cutscene from Elena. Mm-hmm. And so that was his indicator, like, no, you, you have something more permanent. And you need to be you and need to be precious. changing your priorities. Yeah. Which really teed up for where Sam comes back into the picture, like, hey brother, let's I found this last treasure we always always dreamed about since we were in the orphanage. So that tension is built up in the third one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I said, I haven't played that in so long that I forget. I forgot about that whole scene. Yep. Um, I've played, like I said, I've played four many times, so I didn't remember. Like I remember the brother coming in, but I didn't remember the uh, even the split up really. So. Yep. And actually, for some of that one, he's trying to hide the whole fact that no, I'm I'm doing another swashbuckling thing with my brother and. No, it's just a business trip, honey. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, because wasn't he like a a, a boat? Some, something to do with he, boats. He did. He did salvage. Uh, boat boat salvage. Right, right, right. Where they, if someone calls in a wreck, that they, that hey, it's completely sunk. We can't do anything, but we had this, that, and the other stuck down there. Yeah, I think he was also like cleaning boats and stuff like that too. Yeah, like, I think as a past past time barnacles and stuff off the bottom yeah. of boats. But. Yep. You'll you'll find that later on, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I remember a lot of the original complaints of the first one, and I was w- when it first came out, I was diehard Xbox fanboy. Um, <laughs> so I see I see the trade. Yeah, well deserved, well deserved. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just remember seeing a seeing the seeing the cover art and seeing some of the snap uh, the screenshots of it. I'm like, so it's a. Uh, 3D version of Pitfall, right? And others were commenting like, "No, no, no! It's just someone trying to cash. It's just Sony trying to cash in on a uh, on Lucasfilm's the uh, Lucasfilm's brainchild and doing the whole Indiana Jones thing." Mm. So, um, and to an extent, I can definitely see where, especially the latter, comes in. Yeah, but um, they really took off and made it its own thing. Uh, they really took off and made it its own thing, and uh, really tried to flesh it out. So there are very distinct similarities, sure, but there's also this much broader storyline going on. And yeah. as much as find me find me somebody who doesn't like Indiana Jones. So as much as as any of us can say we like that series, that those three movies, yes, three movies, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, those are those are fun in their own distinct way. Whereas this is more of a okay, we want to have that history. We want to have actual history going on, and not some actual history, some complete mythologies based in nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but like the the difference between Indiana Jones and and this is a lot of like the. 
Uncharted stuff is puzzles and yeah. like, like Uncharted or not sorry, uh, Indiana Jones was more like, like, um, like mind benders, but more like mental things rather than puzzles. You know what I mean? Like yes, uh, to an extent, scholarly but... things rather than logical trying to figure things out. So as far as gameplay in Uncharted, yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, whereas in the cutscenes. It's very much, it it there. That's part of that similarity. Yeah, Nate's not just this very athletic, adventurous type. Mm-hmm. He's more the mentality of no, no, no. I know this history. So in the uh, you you are right to an extent, but in the cutscenes of the games, there's still a lot of that um, academic knowledge being being presented and making those logical ties. Yeah. Um. It, which shows that Nate has a real love and passion for this more than just the, yeah, I'm just in it for the adventure of the money. Right, it's, right. It's very much something that he's deeply interested in, and he wants to tie up a lot of these actual plot holes in history. Yeah. Um, Preserving history rather than... Yeah, a lot of that, it belongs in a museum, and, well, not so much in, in Nate's case, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, considering some of the things that account. get destroyed, not yeah. much. <laughs> For him, it's more of, can we at least preserve the actual story of what happened? The idea of it. Yeah. Um, the actual artifacts he, he likes to sell. Yeah. <laughs> so that might be one distinctive against uh, between the two, uh, Indiana Jones and Nathan Drake. Indiana Jones is more of a, no, 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 it's history. Everyone needs to, to see, be able to see this and interact with it. Right. With Nate, it's more of a matter of, no, we've got to tie this gap. We. This lost fleet of Magellans, or uh, not Magellans, but I can't remember who it was in the, in the second game. Um, we need we need to find that. We need to know what happened there. Yeah. Just so the history books aren't incomplete. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so for him, part of it is the money. That's why he. That's part of the reason why he's still doing it. But the main drive he has constantly is, but history's incomplete. We don't know what happened. And he's... he's one of those people where uh, he's very inquisitive. He's got to pull that thread of, but we don't know what happened to these ships. We don't know what happened to, um, well, I mean, just the name, the name he adopts is Nathan Nathan Drake. Yeah. As the Francis Drake, right? Yes. Yeah. Francis Drake, British explorer. Yeah. That's Um, a real person, right? Was a real person. Yeah. Sir Francis Drake. Francis Drake. <laughs> oh. oh, anyway, uh, yeah. So for, for him, it really is part of the, uh, part of that mentality. Um, and I completely lost the thread we were going with there. <laughs> <laughs> the difference between Indiana Jones and Nathan Drake was was just the preservation versus the filling in the gaps. Right, and uh, another distinction. Um, uh, Indiana Jones is uh, very uh, is very entertained by his hat. <laughs> yeah, and whip. Yes, hat and whip. Yep, and jacket. Uh, yep, uh, less so the jacket, but less yeah. so the jacket, but still the jacket. <laughs> yeah. He always has his jacket. Yeah, whereas Drake, it's again very much. It, it's less about the material and more about the cerebral, the the head knowledge. Um. Which, uh, since you've played 4 and you said you also watched or played 4. 4 is the one I have the least exposure Okay, sorry. I've, I've seen yeah. some of the earlier ones. but 
yeah, sorry, you said that earlier, and I, wow. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, he said he played. I played. One. I've finished one. Oh, you finished finish. one, and I've seen some gameplay footage many years ago of two. Okay, okay, that's right. Sorry for asking for the refresher there. Whereas, I've played part of one, <laughs> none of two. I believe I finished three, but I I may have not completely finished three, mm-hmm. and I played all of four several times. Okay, and yeah, I yeah. I don't think I ended up finishing the Lost City either. Okay, yeah. So again, sorry for backtracking. So I am not exactly the geek in this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like half geek. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Um, it it kind of comes out throughout the unfolding story. Uh, like there there are points where it it's a major plot point where uh, Nathan or any of anyone he's running with at the time they're trying to steal something from a museum. Hmm. And uh, I think that's one of the distinctives they made early on in the series. Uh, of he's not afraid to, or he's not ashamed to kind of um, skirt around ma- the rules to, to skirt around the rules or to make very lopsided deals. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the entire thing that kicks off the adventure in the first one. Is yeah. he's made this deal with Elena, saying, "Hey, you want to go find Sir Francis Drake's coffin? I will lead you right to it." Because I'm pretty sure I know where it is. Mm-hmm. You want it for this documentary? Let's get your documentary done. I will take you to the coffin. Yeah. And he's very, very careful about those words. Because at that point, he's a grifter. Yeah. And he's not afraid to kill somebody to get there. <laughs> uh, that was another thing that I really appreciate about the first game. is It wasn't a matter of just killing people. It was more of the sense of, no, I'm going to protect myself. Um, well, yeah, of course. It, it was never like, oh, yeah, I'm going out to kill somebody. It was, yeah. I, I'm going to go do my do my job. Yep. And if someone gets in my way or if someone... If someone's trying, trying to, to hurt, hurt me, me or yeah. Sully, yeah. Yeah. Then it was very that much... That is gone. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you get more of that mentality, especially as you go into the... What we now know are the prequels. Um, in both of those... There are points where you're sitting there like, he's, this guy's deliberately plotting against you. Why in the world would you not? Mm-hmm. Why would you not try to take this guy out? But that's just not his mentality. Then they, they flesh out these characters beautifully. Yeah. Where you come to the end of four, and you see him kind of passing the proverbial torch to his daughter, to his and Elena's daughter, mm-hmm. saying, okay, you're right. Your mom wanted people to know what was going on. I wanted history to have no gaps. Yeah. And... Sorry, we had a lot of fun going on. Uh, we had a lot of fun figuring that out, too. Yeah. Um, it makes me wonder where they're going to go in the movie. Where, like... Yep. Like, I almost kind of want to see some of the the gameplay aspects of, like, the shootouts and stuff in the movie. Yep. But for some reason, I can't see Tom Holland doing that. Like, the, like the gunplay and stuff like that. I can kind of see it, but it may be a little jarring for a lot of people who just see him as Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, he's been in some other things where, like, he was definitely not Spider-Man. Yeah. But, like, um, like I only saw, like, the first five minutes of his movie, uh, something cherry or... Don't get me lying. But, anyway. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he was he was more gruff and, like... He was a, a military guy, I believe. 
if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on it, but um, yeah, like he played a military person as far as I remember. Okay. So like he, you know, he he had his rough parts. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, I only saw like the first five to ten minutes of it, so I didn't ever get to the point where he was doing any of the gunplay at all. Yeah. Um, I I think. That the way Sony is taking this, from what little we've seen, I think they're taking it more in a um, National Treasure route than a uh, Indiana Jones. Right. Um, and frankly, I think that's a bit more fitting. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember timeline. Uh, the National Treasure movies came out around the time that the second game was coming out. Right? Hmm. Don't specifically remember. Um, I know it's been a while. <laughs> I know it's been quite a while since National Treasure came out. Um, so the first National Treasure came out in two thousand four. Oh, so that would have been before. Because <clears throat> PS three was until oh uh, six at the earliest. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I'm I want to say it was November oh six that the PS three came out, and that was a launch title. Yeah, oh, okay. Uncharted two was two thousand nine. Yep, sounds right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason I was thinking 2008, but 2009 sounds sounds more uh, yeah. more accurate. <laughs> yeah. Where and I think that uh I think this will kind of be good because it, as fun as the National Treasure movies were, they were more more of a deep dive into American history and fairly revisionist at that. Mm-hmm. Um I mean they got a lot of the higher notes pretty spot on, which awesome but i think this is kind of take it back to the mentality of whoa, whoa, whoa we've got to think that how we got here the world didn't begin in 1776 right yeah i think it could be more of a a, a mixture of like national treasure indiana jones and tomb raider yeah um where it's like more of the gamey aspects from tomb raider tomb, yeah. the uh more no, 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 let's explain this history from National Treasure and more of the swashbuckling from Indiana Jones. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So. What do you think, Caleb? Yeah, sorry, Caleb, you're the noob here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were, like, answering questions that I didn't even realize I had, so, like, I'm good. I don't really have any questions at the moment, so. All right. Well, yeah, what, I'm, I'm looking what forward to it. were the questions you, you were... Uh, thinking of because like well like is like the second they popped in my head you guys touched on the topic so (laughs) that's pretty cool yeah you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) so yeah no you're good um i'm looking forward to it and i I am looking forward to diving into the rest of the games at some point because i do want to play those and just get to experience them at least once just knowing like the popularity and the fanfare that they've got so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and it's like it was fun to listen to you guys like just nerd out about some <laughs> Uncharted. So I have a feeling that when once you get to Uncharted Four, though, like you'll want to play it more than once. Yeah, probably. probably yeah. I th- I the only I, I remembered actually when I was when you guys were talking, the only exposure to Uncharted Four I have was watching a speed run on Games Done Quick on Twitch. Okay, and mm. I, I didn't get to watch the full thing, but I watched one of the sections, and I was just like, man, the visuals on this are intense. Like, the gameplay looks like it's polished so much better than the other ones. Like, mm-hmm. That's but, another thing I will, I will say as a huge tip of the hat to Naughty Dog. They tried to ensure that whenever they were making a sequel, they weren't just doing it to progress the story. They wanted to push the boundaries of what could be done in a console game. Oh, yeah. 
that fourth one was a, a huge leap forward for games. Oh, yeah. Because There's all the background loading of the gameplay is happening yeah. during the cutscene. So when um, the cutscene ends, you're right in the gameplay. There is no transitionary period. And yeah. realistically, if a game studio addictive. is doing a sequel, that should be the goal anyway. Yeah. It shouldn't just be like, oh, this game series is popular, more money. Like, it should always be, okay, what can we do that we couldn't do previously? What can we do to innovate? It's kind of like the Lego Star Wars game. They've completely changed up the gameplay. They've improved the visuals. They built an entirely new engine for that game. And, like, that goal to achieve a new level and say, what can we do to push the boundary this time should always be the goal. Dang, Caleb, it's almost like you're teasing a uh, future episode. (laughs) (laughs) Intent. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I would agree with, and frankly, I think that needs to be the mentality with a lot of different mediums, mediums as well, uh, film especially, because mm-hmm. so often we just see this derivative, okay, well, it's a new character, oh, well, all right, cool, that, that little plot hole happened, but film-wise, it's the same movie. Yeah, and that's like, there, there's like some movies you can point to that are enjoyable and that you can see some of those like building and things like with the Avengers movies it's like it's not just the exact same oh we don't like each other just kidding big big bads here let's go fight together it's always like trying to build and says like okay no like there may be something that's causing division in this moment but we are a team we were formed together as a team because of what we went through we may not always get along but we've always got each other's back yeah yeah the 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 story building the plot point building is Mm -hmm. is always great yeah. Um, and that's something that I will say that I've always heard Uncharted really excels at. Yeah. And the, like the story was definitely more engaging in the first one than the gameplay. And it's good to see like the games done quick run or whatever of the newer games. It's like, okay, like the story elements are still there, but they've improved on the other things that needed some work as well. Yep. I mean, just the, the aiming alone yeah. <laughs> was like leaps and bounds from the first yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, it kind of ties back into what we were talking about earlier with the free running of like looking at Assassin's Creed is like that first game, the free running was cool, but it was not polished. Whereas that was something they took and it was like, Oh no, we're going to, this is like one of the cool things about this game. We are going to improve it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I love the free running in that one. In four was, and like the environments you could do it in too, were just phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. cause they, they did a whole open world. They they also they broke it down a little bit too in in some open of the, hub world. Yeah, but yes. Well, yes, but they they broke it down some in some of the um, the smaller town city scenes too, mm-hmm. where like yeah, you're, you're right. running across like roof po- uh, rooftops and stuff like that, and like you would run through and like you'd miss and you'd break through a ceiling yeah and you'd still be in running mode you know and it's yeah. just like you could crazy cool you could tell like how similar uncharted one was to like assassin's creed one where it's got that very clear indication of like you can free run but, but just on this spot because there's a hole in the wall that is a slightly different shade of gray than the other part right. of the wall yep. so it's like you can climb there guys yeah. um it's like those, those <laughs> it's like the old, old cell animations yeah I was yeah say, the, the yeah. old animation movies where like you can see like a beautifully painted picture in the background and then there's like this one brighter colored spot that's like oh that part's gonna move yeah <laughs> yeah <Yep. laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, 
Or it's like, yeah, again, with the Assassin's Creed, it's like, go into Eagle Vision, see that yellow ledge? You can climb that one. Right. <laughs> but only that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but the fact that they, they listen to their audience, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's very clear that Naughty Dogs, they're not just creators of their work. They are also, uh, they are also uh, people who, in, who take in that work. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, well, if I, if I did not design this, what's something I want to see fixed or would be a really cool concept that we tease in this one inadvertently. Yeah. 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 And and it's, that, it's a big, it says a lot to see a studio where it's like they listen to the feedback and they implement the changes and the improvements instead of just sitting there and doubling down like, no, we know what we're doing. You don't. You're on unrealistic expectation. They're like, okay, now here's some improvements on the visuals. Here's some improvement on the gameplay. Here's some improvement on this. I'm yeah. like, and it's not like they're that would be Uber. Saying, I mean, Uber, cool. <laughs> And it's not like they're always saying, oh, yeah, we're going to fix that every time. It's we're going to improve as much as we can. Well, it's, while it's we're listening doing to that. the realistic request, yeah. too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's not like they're just like us saying we want improved mechanics and they're sitting there like, no, I'm not going to give that to you because you asked for it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. When yeah. the reticle's on a target and you're not hitting the target that needs to be fixed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, the other thing that I really appreciate about the games it's uh, I remember I think it was my folks who were as they were watching uh, me and old friend uh, play through them uh, they uh, kept asking okay you're getting shot at you're getting shot how are you <laughs> not how is your health healing plot armor <laughs> actually you're not far off so yes they do the whole okay slowly fade to black and white have the the red ring around the screen that shows where you're getting shot from but they actually worked it in mechanically where you're not actually getting shot and it is it is literal plot armor yeah where you're not getting shot one of nate's inherent traits is he is incredibly lucky so as you're seeing that red uh uh border around the screen grow Mm -hmm. when it closes your luck is out uh. <laughs> and there's also like another thing that's common in video games with that same border that comes up. It's a hidden thing where it's like it gives you that sense of imminent danger. But video game studios have this design where when that border comes up, despite thinking you're low on health, there's actually a significant amount of health there that you aren't aware of. So you actually yep. like go into like this slightly bulkier state temporarily. Yeah. So basically it's it's your character game mechanically his his adrenal glands start pumping like oh shoot fight or flight yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's trying to inspire that in in the uh, the yeah. player as well mm-hmm. so I yeah because you you definitely feel it when you're playing it's just like oh, oh yeah, yeah. Shot. yeah. <laughs> especially was, in the larger set pieces when i was in the ruins with the creepers and like i saw that coming up i was like oh no oh no gotta go gotta go <laughs> It's like in the old Crash Bandicoot when the boulder starts coming up, coming no! at you, and you, and you have to run backwards. Yes. It's like, oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh no, there's a hole! Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, I needed to double jump there? <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Oh, oh, man. Well, I'm sure we could be talking about this all day, all night. <laughs> Uh, but we're coming up on that time. Uh, David, I'm sure you uh, have something you want to say. Yeah. So with the uh, show coming out, just please remember, Sig Parvis Magna, from sm- greatness from small beginnings. Take care. Good night, guys. Adios. <laughs>